0: This episode of Tales from a Gemini is with Kenny Mundy. Kenny Mundy, to me, he's always been a childhood hero. Growing up in Oklahoma... Kenny Monday was the man to watch as far as wrestling uh, went. Uh, it wasn't too many African Americans who wrestled, but the ones that did kicked ass, and Kenny Monday was number one. Always been a childhood hero. Now I can honestly say he's my friend. And this episode, he gives a great story about meeting Ray Lewis and about uh, about wrestling Ray Lewis. Uh, it's a great story. Uh, also tells uh, also talks about the importance of the YMCA and how it's important to the youth in growing up, and how the village people basically ruined it. <laughs> it's a great episode it's fun also his new coaching endeavor at spire institute in ohio so this is a great great podcast i loved it i know you will too so enjoy my chat with mr kenny monday one two three hey it's bt with Tales from a gemini i just love the intro and today i'm we're running it back with i can honestly say a childhood sports hero and now that we are able to talk man it just it just in i was so excited last night i was excited this morning i post on instagram i can still do it i got the champ i got the three-time all-american olympic gold medalist kenny monday on the show kenny how you doing brother
1: i'm doing great i'm doing great my man Great, great
0: to be back with you. Man, I, honestly, I mean it from the bottom. I just feel like we're buddies now. I mean it from the bottom. Every time you post, I post, then you reply back. Right, and I'm, I'm like a kid. Right, I'm like, right, can you reply back? And I swear to God, it was funny. I know, I know. I was, it was Sunday night. I was in Austin, Texas for the motorcycle races. And, yep. and my buddy... Who's also a wrestler in high school, he's down the street from Wagner, and he was in town and he saw me eating with this girl, like we were eating uh, yeah. by the sidewalk. He saw me. Right. So he came, out had my back to the door, which you never do, real gangsters never do that. But he came in and he tapped me never. on the shoulder. No. And he came to the front and he got in that wrestling pa- and he got in that wrestling stance. And I swear to God, I put my fork down and I got up and I got <laughs> down re- and we and we kind of bear hugged. And everybody in the yeah. restaurant goes, Oh my God. And then we right. go, that's Here cool. He right. That's, right, right. Just, that's
1: just how wrestlers do, brother. Just wrestlers greeting, man. Just wrestlers greeting, you know? <laughs> Somebody's going to grab you gonna grab somebody. Yeah, that's just how we do, right? That's how we I don't, do. care, how I don't <laughs> care how old you are. I don't care how old you are. I'll, I'll be 90 and grabbing folks, man. I just, you know? That's what we do, brother. I get, yeah, man, I can get a Jones after a while. If I don't grab somebody after a while, I'm grabbing my wife, she said, you need, you need to go get your workout in or something. <laughs> grab it on me like that. <laughs> You're 58 and still
0: going strong. What makes you I'm still, still what makes you still, still have grad. that though, man? I mean, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, what makes you still have that passion for what you do? Because a lot of people they have in the beginning, don't get me wrong, but you know, through life and everything, you go different avenues, but to still have that passion, to do what you do, and to still elevate yourself. To greatness. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I follow you on Instagram, and you still try to find new ways to 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 elevate yourself and your game at this stage. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Just always a student, man. And you, and you said it right. It's just a passion. It's been a passion since I was six years old. From the time I started, you know, it's never it's never really changed, right? It's never really changed as far as my passion for the game, my passion for 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 competition. You know, I just I'm a competitor. You know, I've been a competitor all my life, and uh, that's one of the things. And I think part of it is uh, when I first started, I was the smallest kid in the room. Mm -hmm. And so I was getting my butt kicked every single day, man. (laughs) Couldn't beat nobody in the room, dog. Nobody, right? And I wasn't the most talented kid in that room, of course. But, you know, my coach is like, man, you just take me, don't quit. Don't quit, right? There's days where I just like, man, I I didn't want to take that whooping again today. But then... He's like, man, you just can't quit. Don't quit. You know, winners don't. Winners never quit, you know. And, and quitters never win. So that kind of sunk into me, right? And so I kept coming back, kept going to practice, and then I started to kind of get some breakthroughs, right? Starting, started to get some takedowns here and there on the on the next kid, and then you know by the end of the year I'm beating that kid, right? So I'm like, man, that that formula works. If you just don't quit and stick to it, and keep keep working and keep believing then, you know, good things will happen. Right? You'll you get some breakthroughs, right? So that's kind of what what where I started, man. I hadn't, I hadn't left it, right? So that's kind of still, I'm still passionate about the game, for sure.
0: Well, you know, what I want to ask you about that is that, okay, when wrestling was over, all your Olympic, you know, accolades were over, whatever, and this is why I, I don't know, and I'm just speculating, but did you want to coach, OSU, because I have a, 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 me just from the outside, outside looking in, I don't know, I'm asking yeah. you now. Did you have a, yeah. like, you want to coach OSU and you didn't get it? And and that's why you went away to where you went, did what you had to do? Because I know you did a little MMA, but was that right. in your heart to coach OSU when you thought you were going to get the head coaching job?
1: You know, I think, no, I, I never thought I'd get the head coaching job because the way the thing played out, right? And, um, and I love on the Statement and, and what it did for me. And But the way the deep, the way it kind of played out, I mean, John was, was, um, you know, he was, he was a world champion before I was, you know, then he was, he won in 87, kind of start building that resume then he won in 88. And, um, you know, just cause his brother was, had been in school there. So they are, they had some ties at Oklahoma State. And, and, uh, and so when it, when it kind of came down to it, you know, I didn't, I, you know, I knew John was gonna get the head job. And we, co- we co-head coached uh, the one year when when, when uh, Oklahoma State went on probation and Joe Say got fired, but they, I think, they were kind of leaning toward John and I knew that, and and, um, and I could have stayed. I mean, I, I I didn't have to leave. I could have stayed and been the assistant coach. But I was just at that point, man. I was kind of ready to do some different things. I tell you what, going through that that um, that NCAA investigation and sanctions, that was people don't really recognize what we went through during those two years. I mean. That was night, it started in 19 i think in 1990 1991 they started the 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 uh, instigation the investigation process and man it was it was such a negative thing and so we won 89 and 90 as a team at oklahoma state won the ncaa title mm-hmm. I mean, we were we were and it and was and was probably poised to win the next five i mean we were killing on the recruiting trail of course i had won you know Olympic gold, John had won Olympic gold and the world championship, so recruiting was very easy. The kids were were coming to us, right, and we were just flat out working everybody in the world. And so, for to watch Joe say, Joe just Joe said was a head coach right. at that point in time, gave me the opportunity to come back to Oklahoma State to train, and and was really good in that as far as you know, giving us the the freedom to train and, and freedom to re-coach, but we still had the freedom to go do what we needed to do to to. To make that Olympic team, and so he was very instrumental in, in that regard. So to watch Joe go on top of the on top of the world, he wins two back to back national titles. Just built a brand new home, then he gets investigated, and a lot of it was just trump. It was just trumped up charges, really. There was a couple of things that he did that that was was a violation, but it wasn't like what they said it was, right? And the way they were treating those kids, they were treating the kids that were on the team like criminals, man. They were you know, interrogating them and trying to make them play against each other. It was really a negative thing. This guy was from Iowa. And I think he was one of Gable's boys or something, but um, they, we, we were winning, you know? And then so watching Joe get fired, you know, and then all of a sudden he becomes a villain, right? So he goes from being on top of the world as the NCAA coach, champion, to now, He's fired. He just built a house, lost his house. And all of a sudden, he's got to move and sell his house. So to watch him go through that, man, it put a, put a bad taste in my mouth. It really did as far as the NCAA and, and, and having that. I mean, because they, they they can get you if they want you, right? That's they, anybody. That's anybody. You, yeah. If yes. they really want they,
0: you, they can get you.
1: They can get you because there's, there's things, because the, the, the rules at that point, I mean, so small things. I mean, you couldn't give a kid, if it was raining outside, we we're coming from practice, it's pouring down. As a coach, I couldn't give a kid a ride back to his dome. That's a violation. So it's things like.
0: So, so what was the violations they, that, they, that they said? Because by then I had left Oklahoma and I forgot all about right. it until you just, I forgot, but it, it, it was vaguely there. But what were some of the violations they said you guys did?
1: Well, one of the violations, I think the one that was really the, the most drastic one was was the was camp situation where Joe had camp in California and a couple kids were. one kid was already on the team. I'm not going to say any names. One kid was already on the team. A kid from his high school um, was coming in next year as a, as, a, as a freshman the following year. So that summer, the kid that was on the team went to the camp, drove to the camp in California uh, to work the camp. The other kid that was from his high school jumped in the car with him and came to the camp with him, which was, he couldn't be there. So that was a violation there. Joel gave the other kid money to get back home, right? They paid him for the camp and paid actually gave him, you know, money for the camp. And so that was the the biggest, that was one of the biggest violations from that whole investigation that he gave the kid money and he wouldn't, he should have because he was a high school senior. And then when he got back, the kids tried to kind of cover up. And then one of the biggest things is, they tried to cover it up. They tried to finagle around oh. what happened and who got paid and that whole thing. So that's kind of where they got caught up in the whole, uh, you know, lying about the, the, the camp situation. The so that up. was really the biggest thing.
0: The cover-up is always and, uh, worse than the crime. The cover exactly, up exactly, but exactly. So that's really,
1: but to watch him go through that, which I know he didn't do, you know, near what they said he did. But man, I was—they put a bad taste in my mouth as far as college, college wrestling. I'm like, dude, I don't—I never want to be in a situation where them dudes come after me, and um, not that I was, you know, interested in cheating, a yeah. but they want you to get me, right? So I saw—I saw his life get turned upside down. And I'm like, man, I—I I want a part of that deal.
0: Well, you know, but, but if you think about back then, in those days, everything was so different and was so regimented, everything was just like this. Like you said, yeah. you know, if, if a kid, right. uh, back in the day, you know, I tell people now, like my producer who's 19, I tell him back in the day, there was a thing called a payphone, And if you gave a kid yeah. a quarter, the uh, <laughs> coach gave you a quarter to call, yeah. that's a violation. To right.
1: you call your parents. To call your parents. Yeah, yeah. that's
0: that's a violation. Right. Like, sorry, we can't do that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay, so now, now Absolutely fast right. fast Absolutely forward right. so. to 2021, you are now uh the head wrestling coach at Spire Institute and Academy. Man, I when I saw this, I damn near screamed my head off, man, cuz I'm always rooting <laughs> for you, man, cuz I mean, you you are nothing but one of the greatest Oklahomans. Right. And to, to come out of the city. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Like I said, man, you know, growing up in Muskogee looking at you and what you did, and when I was wrestling, my dad said, Hey, you look at this dude right here. My dad told me that. And that was not listening to my dad. And man, we whenever K T U L would have, you know, KTUL. KTUL. Uh, a, a wrestling a wrestling <laughs> highlight, KTUL oh, with, <laughs> with Bob Howard and uh what's it? Yeah. Chris Lincoln. Oh, yeah. When Chris, Chris Lincoln, Lincoln, you know, yeah. OSC wrestling and you were there, we I, I always looked up to you. So when when you got the dedication with along with Wayman Tisdale at the high school
1: uh, uh, on the right. court, it's it's court, Tisdale
0: yeah. Monday Court, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. Was happy they went them. back
1: and redid redid the court, right? Because it got flooded out. So okay. They, yeah, yeah, the, yes. The, the, the first court was Monday Tisdale Monday slash Tisdale Court. Yeah. They went back and redid it, so now they on this side, one side of the court is his full name, Wayman Tisdale Court. Then the other side is Kenny Monday Court. So yeah, they went back and, and put our full names on the courts, so which is really better.
0: And then you, you know, have your name uh, on the street in front of the YMCA, right? Yeah, yeah. Kenny Monday Place. Look at that <laughs> in front of the YMCA, dude. That's where I learned how to swim at the YMCA. You were that's killing right. it Me back too. in my homestay. Yes, Me too. the YMCA. Dude, I'm telling you, the YMCA. It, there needs to be. It almost needs to be almost. I don't say a law, but for the YMCA was basically, I guess the boys club, I used to see that commercial, but yeah, it's, right, it, right. it's nothing but positivity for kids. They don't know how to swim. Cause now, you know, the, the stereotype is always black people can't swim, blah, 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 ha, ha, ha. But growing up, I didn't know that cause I knew how to swim. I became a flying. Right. I, was, I was a porpoise. Did you ever make the porpoise? Yeah. What, what was your highest rank in, 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 in swimming?
1: I don't remember. I don't remember. That. I, I know how to swim. That's all I, I can swim. Listen, let me tell you something. The, I don't remember the ranking. I didn't play too much close attention to that. I knew I, I can, you know, I, I can swim. I can play ping pong. I can play pool. I can play basketball. I can shoot a bow and arrow. I can tie a, 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 a knot. Yes, you let, know.
0: Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. First and of so, all,
1: first I, of learned, I got a lot from the WCA.
0: I, first of all, I never knew how to play pool. I don't know what kind of YMCA you went to. I don't know how to play pool. But what? but we didn't have no pool. On, pool, man. we didn't have no pool. Were we, 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 we y'all running games down there anyway? What? But let me tell you Pumpkin something.
1: pool. What?
0: I knew how tool, I became a porpoise, dude. That, that, that was you, you were able to tread water for 15 minutes. It don't sound like much, yeah. but that was in 12 feet of water. Couldn't see the yeah. bottom, but, you know, I didn't even care, bro. I was like, I'm going to do it. I had the wrestler mentality before he was a wrestler. I had 15 minutes. Uh, porpoise. What? And then I also remember diving into the water, and when I came up, this dude was doing a backstroke at the same time. Mm-hmm. Hit me in my lip, and to this day, I got my lip is still messed up from that. Really? To you
1: know, yeah,
0: that, that was, day? <laughs> yeah, to that day, because they bust. I remember my lip. Going like this and I go and I right, was bleeding in right, the water yeah. and I got up and to this day my lip is still messed up from that man. But yeah, the YMC, yeah. I knew how to blow an arrow and, so and what is go. Yeah, bow and arrow. No, but I also remember sure. uh, the bow I and won, arrow. I
1: won a freaking contest. You yeah. you
0: are you serious?
1: Caps, summer caps. I, yeah.
0: I I remember that and I also remember playing dodgeball. I was the last one the there, and, and I thought I was the shit, and then so like right. a, like a dummy. When they said, you know, it was half court, and then they come to like you know, the, the free throw line, and so I was the last one. And so when they threw the ball, it hit that 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 padding, and I reached down to pick yeah. it up, and the last sound I heard was, and and this ball exploded on my cheek, and I just remember, and I just remember, lying. I remember crying, and I remember my cheek, <laughs> and I, remember,
1: I remember my yeah, chief. but I got I got skills, and I got steals. right. Uh,
0: you got. I didn't know how to play basketball. I just knew how to foul because I was a real wrestler. I just knew how to foul. Dang,
1: dude. That's what I did. Oh man, I learned skills. I got, I got skills that will last a lifetime, <laughs> lifetime. You know, from yeah, played basketball, played, you know, volleyball. Uh, yeah, I did it all at the YMCA. But what does the YM? What does the YMCA stand for? What does those letters stand for? Young Men Christian Academy. That's- Association. yeah, that's right. And so, Christian Academy. So those those fundamental, fundamental that's kind of my foundation. Yes. To learn the principles of the YMCA, right? Yes. And so, I don't know how we. But that's what it was. And so, what I've learned have stayed with me for the rest of my life, and those same principles I teach my same kids. I taught my kids those same uh, fundamental principles of life and. Uh, the golden rule, teaching people, um, you know, how to how to how to treat people like you want to be treated, right? And yes. respect, and and sportsmanship, all those things I learned at the YMCA and the Boys Club. I went to Boys Club as well. But those are those are the programs that shaped so many kids when I was growing up. Man, it kept so many kids off the street and yes. out of trouble. And those are the things that we don't see today. We don't see very many people raising their kids up in these in the boys club or Salvation Army or the YMCA, uh, even the Parks and Rec. Program. Yes. That's a big part of it. So a that's day. my foundation, man. That's that's those skills I'll never I'll never will never leave
0: Dude, it's a damn it's a damn shame. I mean you're right, man, because I go back to Muskogee now and there's no yeah. YMC there and I go, yeah. that I mean it's a shame. I mean I mean that, I mean that that broke my heart like nothing else because right. I go, that's where I learned. That's where I learned how to get along with people. That's how I learned right. you know, like right. I just remember you know, you know how things are back in the mid seventies, whatever. Yeah. So I just remember yeah. they, they used to take my 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 bag, my swim bag, yeah. and and, yeah. and and take my underwear, and they would play keep, keep away with it. Well, I got mad one time <laughs> and took my bag and said, "Bam!" to this kid's head and put a yeah. knot on his head. They had to call <laughs> his mom. They had to call his mom, and she right. came because he had a knot. And I swear the knot that was <laughs> out of his head like this. And she goes, "That's what you get for messing with that boy." And I go, "Okay, yeah. cool. You yeah. know what I mean?" Yeah. And yeah. But, yeah. And that was beautiful because she didn't look at it like, yeah. "Oh my God, you we did this to my kids." She goes, "No, that's what you get for messing with him." And right.
1: That's it, right. There you yeah, get sued. getting Sued today.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But also, you know, right. and then the village, then the village people came and ruined everything. I think, I think that was a downfall of the YMCA.
1: Once the village yeah, people came. Yeah, I don't know. I got a hold of that whole deal. But yeah, man, uh, yeah, that's 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 my foundation. I don't want to get you right? trouble,
0: foundation. coach. But yeah, I think the village people were were, were the downfall. Once they came and it kind of ruined the reputation of the YMC. <laughs> like, like I didn't see no Indian at the damn YMC. I didn't see no cop. I didn't see no. Right, because, right, right. right,
1: right. <laughs> oh, so you mean to tell me you were never on the dance floor doing the wide? YMCA. You
0: never did that, dude. Let me tell you something. I went to the caravan on Friday nights. I'm just asking. Never did the Y. Never asking. did the YMCA. I can asking. honestly say that. Right. I can I can say that now because because <laughs> we're about four hours away from each other and I and I can run. I you know, I can bicycle. But yeah, I never did the YMCA. I don't want, I don't want that. I don't right, want that right, smoke. Right. I don't want that smoke, coach. But man, I I
1: did I did talent shows at the Y. I, I sang the Jackson Five. I did the. Did a job with James Brown one time. What
0: Jackson Five song? What Jackson Five song?
1: I want you back. A B C, dog. (laughs) A B (laughs) C. Come on now. A B C. You know. I was Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude.
0: Well, let's talk about. Let's talk about this Spire Institute and Academy. First of all, I'm looking it up. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm confused. Like is it is it a is it a is it a high school boarding school? Is it a I mean what is it exactly? What what is that's it? That's
1: exactly, yep, that's exactly what it is. It's a prep school. It's a, it's a sports performance academy. Nice I mean, pretty much what it is. It, every student here is an is an athlete. So we have basketball, we've got track and field, we've got swimming, and we just added wrestling, and we just added lacrosse. Right? So that's, those are our core sports and um, and, and to, 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 to tell you how this thing came to me, you're probably going to ask me the question, but Ray Lewis is the one that introduced me to this program. And you talk about being a hero and looking up to people, this story, and I, I think I told you a story about Ray Lewis. I don't know if I told you that story. Did I tell you that story? No, 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 no. Ray Lewis is a, is a part owner of Spire. I mean, he, he has a small stake in it, but he met the new owner. Who purchased Spire a couple years ago? He's from Baltimore. Met Ray Lewis through um, a business associate. Brought Ray to Spire, showed him the whole deal, and got him involved. And, and, and Ray got here and looked around and said, "Man, you, you need to start a wrestling program." Yes. And I got just the guy that you need to go get, go recruit. And he said, "Kenny Monday," right? And so. I know, right? So I met Ray back in 2013 when I was coaching at the Black Zings in Florida. Okay. So I was at left practice one day, went down the street to a car wash, went to go wash my car. And so I see this, this white Rolls Royce go through the, the deal in front of me, right? Like, man, this is a nice Rolls Royce. What was that? It? I come out, once I turn my car in, Ray Lewis was sitting over at the, at the bench waiting on his car, right? Yeah. So he had his head down. He had his head down, right? He, he went looking up, he didn't see me. I saw him right I go, man, that's that's Ray Lewis, right? Right. Now I never met him at that point. Never met him. So I, I went over to him and I kind of hesitated for a little bit. I'm mean, nah, I'm gonna go am gonna go introduce myself to <laughs> you. Yeah. So I went, over, I was, hey Ray, how you doing, man? I'm Kenny Monday, man. Uh nice to meet you, big fan. Um uh, been watching, you know, following your career, man. Big fan, man. You, you know, he goes, Kenny Monday, the wrestler, Kenny Monday? And I go, yeah. He goes, man, he get up, man, he get up, and gave me a big hug. And he goes, dude, you're my hero. You're my boy. I go, what? He goes, yeah, dude, back when I was in high school, my coach used to show me your videotapes. This was in 1991, right? Yeah. And uh, he says, coach his coaches showed show me my videotapes and trying to get me to wrestle like you, right? Yeah. And so check this out. I remember I was getting ready for the, for the 92 Olympic trials. So I was a deep in the training. Right. And uh, living in Stillwater. And I get a, co- I get a call from his coach from Florida. And I never—I I, I remember. It. And he goes, man, I got this high school kid. He's, he's a great football player, but man, he can win state this year. You know, we're trying to work with him. I've been showing him your tapes. Can you come to Florida and do a clinic? You know, and kind of work with this kid. And um, I go, man, I, I, I would, but man, I'm so—I'm deep in the training right now, so I really can't—I can't get away. And and uh, but man, I keep showing him those tapes, right? And uh, and that was Ray Lewis. That was Ray Lewis he was talking about. Wow. Yeah, that was Ray Lewis. And so, Ray, all that time, of course been, you know, holding Kenny Monday up as his boy, as his hero, right? And so, yeah, so that was, uh, and then so he told me that story, right? And so that's, we, after that, we could just kind of kept in contact, kept in contact and that old thing. And so, about that. yeah, so we just kind of kept in contact through the years and then uh, this thing, the spot thing came up and, and, and Ray, Kind of talked me. He didn't talk me into it, but he's like, my dad, I think this is really, you know, a great thing for you. I think you can kind of, you know, build your legacy. You can, you know, you can, you know, it's a canvas, man. You can build it like you want to build it." And um, so that's kind of where we are.
0: What I always respected about Ray Lewis was he always mentioned wrestling. I mean, and, right. and, and he and he took those principles into wrestling because he used uh, his his home life with his dad, which I'm not you know putting his right. business out there because he put it out there. Yeah. But right. and yeah. he used that to fuel it, and he beat his dad's record. And he was right. and he was an animal. But did he have a chance to get a scholarship in, in in wrestling? Also,
1: he got some offers. He got offers. You know, but he you know he was he was playing playing football. So I don't I don't think he got any major offers. He was a state champ. Um you know, coming from Florida, you know, that's not, right at that point, wasn't, yeah. wasn't a big deal coming out of Florida as a state champion.
0: So, But he still came back to the wrestling room when he was still with the Ravens. He would come back to be a better tackler. I remember that. I remember oh, why. Oh, yeah. Because he was one of my favorites. Hey, check stri-
1: this out. Yeah. Check this out. So at that day we met, right? Uh-huh. So he was asking me, say, man, so what are you doing? I told him what I was doing. I go, yeah, my gym is right down the street. He goes, and he had just retired. He goes, man, I miss wrestling. I'm missing. I want to get back into it. And uh, I said, "Well, come come down to the gym." He showed up that next week. I told him, to "Come come next week," cause it was on a Friday. He showed up that next Tuesday with his wrestling shoes, right? Yeah. And dude, we wrestled. We wrestled for about thirty minutes. <laughs> yes.
0: Hey, yeah.
1: Did, did, did you whoop his ass? You know. I <laughs> you know that. You know that. But you know what? He tried to get a takedown. Ray was trying to get a takedown though. He was trying to give me. <laughs> He was trying to give me, man, but I couldn't get that dude to take <laughs> man I that's, him a down. That's a great story.
0: Did he still? He have it? Did he still have it? Like his moves and everything? Yeah, did yeah, it? yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I walked away, go man, wait. And I was. I called my wife. I go shit, right? Ray, Ray got some skills. Nice. That boy got some skills. No, you know he, he, could tell. You no, know, he was a wrestler. No, he. No, he has some skills for sure. He's uh, trying to get me. Yeah, he got course. to a leg one time. I'm like, he got to a leg one time. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> no, he, was trying, he was trying to get me, man. He's like, damn, boy, you you're a bad boy. You still got. It. You're a bad boy. <laughs> I love it. that's what I'm talking about, man. When you're yeah, a wrestler, yeah. you always
0: want to scrap. That scrap is in us, bro. It's always yeah. gonna be in us. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. No, okay. That's a that's a great story. Yeah. That's a
0: great. I'm glad. Yeah, that's a that is a great. I love that. I love that Ray Lewis yeah. is part of that. Now, even though yeah. it's an Academy for the Kids in high school, like do they have to go to school and take like stupid classes like English and all that shit, or can they just?
1: Go- I don't know about stupid classes, but they they definitely take their core classes because it's a prep school, right? So these get these kids ready for for college, right? So they're really prepping prepping them from college. But it's a really it's a good environment because these teachers the teachers that we have, I mean, they are. They they understand that that the classes and the whole curriculum is, is built around the sport. Yeah. Right. And okay. so, I mean, it's, it's not like, you know, you try to be, you know, uh, different or you know, you want exceptions or anything like that. It's built around this, the student athlete. Okay. Right. Not that they're giving them any exceptions, but they are all about performance. And so they don't want to do anything that's gonna distract from their performance or or their training and that kind of thing. And so. Everybody's here working together, working in concert. Um, and I was just at that meeting a minute ago and I had all the students there, all the ball players, all the swimmers. And so I did my little spiel about um, discipline and, and what, what the sport means and, and the, the opportunities that we have in this environment. Right. So, cause, cause you know, the plans that they have for Spire is really amazing. It's going to be like a, like a, like kind of like an Olympic, like Olympic village, yeah. right? So we're we building we a hotel, wow. two hotels on, 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 on campus. We're building um, another uh, dorm situation. So right now we've got seven dorms um, set up for the boarders, kids that come in and boarding school. So it's a boarding school, but then it's also a post-grad facility and an academy as well. So kids that aren't quite ready to go to college, uh-huh. they can have that post-grad year to stay here and train and then to get ready for college, right? So, wow. yeah, yeah, it's a really good deal.
0: Okay so, okay, so walk me through a typical day for, mm-hmm. uh, for, for, for say, a wrestler. Say he gets up, right. and how does it work? As opposed to, like, you know, regular school, how you get up at seven, then you have your cereal and- wait yeah, it's for the pretty
1: much, yeah, it's pretty much the same. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. Your kids get up, they eat breakfast, you know? I mean, some, if you don't have, a right now, I don't really have a morning practice for them. So, I got one kid that's already signed. In the academy, Mm -hmm. Um, so he gets up, he gets up, he gets to breakfast, you know, at seven thirty to eight thirty. Then he has class from nine thirty to two thirty, and then we take him through strength and and conditioning uh, training. Mm -hmm. Then after that, I'll get him on the mat for for uh, about an hour and a half. So right now, just pretty much preseason training and just trying to build his body. But that's pretty much it. Then after after the afternoon practice, that he's got. he goes back and relaxes a little bit. Then he's got dinner. Then he's got study hall at 7:30. Mandator, mandatory study hall is from 7:30 to 9. So then after that, they they go back and have, have uh, you know free time. And then they lights out at 10:30. Man,
0: that is uh, like when you first got the call. When you got the job. I mean, is this is this something that that you really really wanted? And and do you do you feel that 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 anxiety of something new? And also yeah. like a little bit of, oh boy, you know, I, I can't screw yeah. this up.
1: It's a challenge. It's a challenge. I mean, I'm starting from scratch. Yeah. I have no team. So I got to start one by one, one kid by one, one family by, you know, family. No, it's a challenge. I'm always up for the challenge. You know, I'm never afraid to take a risk or or get out there and do something new. Right. Um, and I've coached on all levels, right? And, my, and I think one of the, the biggest reasons that I made that decision, because my boys, Kennedy is graduating, he's pretty much done with college. Quincy's on his way, he's at Princeton, he's got two years left, he's in pre-med. My my daughter's 27, she's working in New York at Penguin Random House, she's a a children's book editor. So so my kids are pretty much raised, right? Yeah. And so now, you know, I kind of want to get back and kind of reinvest back into the young kids and get them ready for the next level. Um, and I just told someone I've been saying this here the last few months, but I think now is the best time in my history to be a wrestler. You yes. Look at the, the, you look, at the performance of our national team, man, and these guys are, are winning and they're doing really well. They're great ambassadors for the sport and Jordan Burroughs and David Taylor and Kyle Dage. And these guys are great wrestlers and they're great individuals and family people. Um, you know, so. I mean, it's really solid at the top, you know? And so they really, anytime that is, that yeah. happens, yeah. it trickles down. Yes, of it course. It trickles down. Of course. Yeah.
0: And, and that's funny how you said was, I was just going to get to that. I was going to, yeah. I mean, segue into yeah. that and you did it for me. Right? I was watching, and dare I say this, dare I say this, I might be the, 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 <laughs> treading on on, on on shaky waters here, but can we, you think maybe this is the golden age of wrestling, even more so than when you were there. And you guys had a team that was loaded. We've always been yeah. loaded, but you think maybe we're better than we've ever been?
1: I think so, man. I think so. If you look at that team, top to bottom, all of those guys had the ability to win a go battle. You know, you, look who was our like weak spots, right? If you consider it a weak spot, but I mean, you would say Gilman, you know, Gilman hadn't really won yet. Um, James Green hadn't quite won. Gianni was young. But all those guys are, you know, they, I mean Gilman, one, he's a world title, he's a world champ, right? And Green on a good day and a good, you know, a good draw, things work out, could, could, could get there. He's, he was wrestling well. He just kind of made some mistakes at the end. Yanni, we know who Yanni is. I mean, I think Jordan Oliver is right there. So the guy that won the world title, that's the guy that Jordan Oliver lost to in the in the last chance tournament to qualify for the Olympic Games. Yeah, that guy won the world title at seventy kilos. Won the world title this year, and we lost to that kid by one point. It really should have beat the dude. So, no, it's uh, that team is really strong, man. It's really strong. As, I know, as much as I say that my '88, '92 team was really strong, this team, man, is it's. Um, I mean, of course, you know, got Jane Cox. You got Gabe Denny Russell, he's a world Olympic champ. Um, no, it's that's a strong team, man. And of course, you have you know, these guys that are they won this year, and Gabe, of course, Taylor should have could have won, but. That's a strong team, man. And uh, and so I just feel like now with all the technology and all the, uh, you know, flow wrestling and, and you know, all these different track wrestling, all these different different platforms that, that show wrestling. Right. You know? I mean, so now I can see, I can, anybody can see wrestling all over. You can see the best wrestlers in the world right there on your computer, right there on your phone. I mean, it's right there for you to get anything you want to get Right. As far as nutrition, as far as training methods, as far as training philosophies, it's right there at your disposal.
0: And that's honestly, and that's why those kids, they just don't realize how good they have it growing up. Like I don't know. Like, I don't know about you. I just remember my breakthrough mentally. My coach was a hard ass. He really was. And it was great for me. I mean, I just remember I just remember breaking down one day and I just it was one of those days where I was a sophomore. And I was taking ass, well, I was taking L's every, right. I was pulling about 20, <laughs> 20 pounds a week, I wasn't winning, and, and just one day, I, I had had it, and I, and I broke, and I ain't gonna lie, I broke, and and it was where I expected him to yell at me, but he he goes, it's okay, man, he goes, and it was the weirdest thing, yeah. I expected him to, you know, call me a pussy, yeah. whatever, he goes, it's okay, he goes, you know what, just, just. You just take, you know, take this time off. And I go, Really? And I was like, Really? I mean, because I was, I just, I had it, man. I was like, What am I doing? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And it was the greatest thing ever. But
1: right. But right. my
0: breakthrough came mentally to me was, and it sounds so simple was that I remember, do you remember a little paper, a little, uh, I forget, I forget what the name was, but I was going to wrestle the Southern Regional Championships. And there was a, a, a little article in that about mental preparation. And I cut that <laughs> out and read it before I went there. And I got third place, but I used them and it's weird to say this, but I'd never used mental like that before, and it worked for me. And I was like, "That's it. And now I mean, now it's yeah. so easy for kids, but now how did you get ready right. mentally for? I mean, that's why I always wanted to ask you, how did you get ready mentally for a match? Like did you, did you have music? Did you what, what was the, walk me through the thought process in your mind mentally going into a, a match?
1: Yeah, I mean, of course, it, it varied through, throughout my career. But I think one of the things that made me um, as good as I was, was just my, my confidence and my belief system, right? So I learned that early on. That, that My mom and dad, they instilled that in me very early on in my, in my career, in my life. Like, Ken, you can, you can be whoever you want to be, right? You can, you can do what you want to do if you believe in yourself no one should ever believe in you more than you. Not me, not, not your dad, not your brothers. You know, God may be the only one, you know, but no one should ever believe in you more than you, right? right? And so they, they instilled that, that belief system in me. And so then, I, and I tell, I, I don't ever remember wrestling a match, not believing, truly believing that I could win, that I was going to win. Now, I didn't win all those matches, right. but you couldn't, you couldn't convince me before the match started, that I wasn't winning. Right, right. Just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I just believed. I believed in myself. I believed, right. And so, of course, you got to get the work behind it, and that gives you more confidence, of course. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I just, I just thought the kid was gonna have a bad day, you know, because and, and, I beat kids. I, I, wrestled, I won a lot of matches, and I wasn't really, you know, um, supposed to win. You know, whether the kid would have been wrestling longer, or he was a state champ, or. Child prodigy in Oklahoma. There was a lot of child prodigies in Oklahoma. We grew up. Oh my God. Yes. Listen, 12 kids, man. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I I really didn't have to leave Oklahoma growing up. Yeah. I mean, we had
0: the Yinks. Remember the Yinks from uh, East Central? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yinks. Yeah. Clevengers all oh, the Clev I I hated Cole, those guys I ain't going to yeah.
0: lie I hated those guys the Clevengers <laughs> I I, I can to say I I mean I went to school when I'm like to say that I hated those yeah, guys yeah, growing yeah. up and they were the hell And and we were at Muskogee, yeah. I hated them they came to our place and
1: I, I remember Russell Rain they they roasted their Whitney Whitney Bears and and uh yeah they 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 Whitney Nimitz and all them dudes yeah I, I now, we had some prodigies man
0: Yeah I hated all of them I ain't going to lie man the Clevengers I meant yeah yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. David McQuig. You probably don't remember these guys, but David McQuig was the national champion. You, um, Bo Bushyhead. Um, <laughs> you know, we had we had some prodigies coming out. You know, one of the kid that one one kid that really turned me around. His name was Luke Gilpin, and that uh, was the Gilpin brothers. They wrestled to Bishop Kelly and and the Whiteside. But them Gilpins, man, them dudes were tough, dude. This dude was terrorizing people. He won tons of like three times, and I, he beat me for the first couple times I beat him. He was like another Nate Carr. He was like a Nate Carr. It was Luke Gilpin, um, and then it was Mike Sheets, and then it was Nate Carr and Dave Schultz. Yeah, But Luke Gilpin was the first dude I had to overcome <laughs> in the fourth, <laughs> third grade. <laughs> it, he's, he's,
0: a, a he's a third grade he terror.
1: terrorizing people, man. How'd you beat him? With no shame. How'd you beat no him? No shame. How'd you beat huh? him? Huh? How'd you beat him? I don't know. I beat him. I just I took it to him. I just got tired of getting beat. <laughs> you know, and I, I believed I could win, right? I believed I could win the first couple of times, but he got me. Yeah. And then, you know, but you know, I would, I would just calm myself, man. Of course, we didn't have the, the headphones and the boom, but we didn't have all that. Yeah. But I kept, I kept music in my head. I kept music in my head. What music? You what know? music? What song? What music? What song? What lyrics? You know, man, it was I was a big James Brown dude, man. I was. Doing the James Brown stuff. I was. Um, black and I'm proud? You know.
0: Huh? Was it black yeah, and unpr- yeah. Black and I'm
1: proud. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, get up off for that thing. <laughs>
0: Before you uh, wrestle?
1: Yeah, man. All that. Yeah, James, was, James was my dude.
0: See, that's what I wish it's I had. Back. That's what I wish I had. Honest, I mean, for the bottom, I think if I would have had those instruments and had the mental, it had the mental. I think I could have well I think I could have had a better match against Chessbro. That, that 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 still that will haunt me yeah. to my grave. That will haunt me yeah. to my grave. You know, I, Yeah, yeah,
1: and, and I would wrestle a lot of kids, man. I would wrestle a lot of kids that were really better than what they would wrestle and I could I could tell they were scared. Right. Like once I got to a point where I was you know doing I was we're doing a lot of winning, you know, and and uh but I would wrestle kids and they would be scared, right? Mm-hmm. Just scared of my name. Right. And um and and they would be they would and so they wouldn't wrestle real the first couple of periods, right? I'd be up eight, nine points before they realized that they were, they could wrestle with me, right?
0: Yeah.
1: They were just scared. Right. And so finally they, they'd scare that fear off they wrestling, you know, and they, they would do better. I'm like, dude, now you want to wrestle? It's like a minute, it's like 30 seconds left. You down by 10, now you want to wrestle. You know? But the dudes come out scared, man. I could, and I could sense that fear.
0: Yeah. I
1: can always sense fear. But I Even like today, if I got a kid that I'm coaching. You know, I had to go over this with Jordan Oliver, man. He would come to practice, and he had some bad days. And I had to sit him down. And this was before the Olympic trials. I'm like, man, dude, you, you got to get rid of that fear, man. It's coming out of your pores. I could smell it. You know, I, I could smell it. Yeah. And that's kind of where I was, man. I, I could, I could sense fear. I'm like, man, you got to get rid of that. You well, get rid of that.
0: Well, we're animals by nature, and animals do smell fear. I mean, I, you know that when you get on the mat. I mean, you. Yeah. One of the greatest things ever, you, and you got to do this sport. Or any sport is man a man, is that when you feel somebody quit? That's one of the greatest feelings yeah. ever. When it's when it's when it's tough. When the going gets tough, and you're
1: going and going. And then- Not for me, man. People people say that. That really wasn't that really wasn't me though. Because I, I, I want I didn't really want them dudes to quit. I wanted them dudes to compete. Yeah. right? Yeah. And I know how people are like I broke them. I broke them. And I was never caught up like that. And you know, I was never caught up in I broke the dude. And he quit. And he quit wrestling. That was insulting to me.
0: Yeah,
1: that was that was insulting to me. If you would quit, I'd, I'd be like, dude, what, you know, what are you doing? Compete, you know. I, I didn't want you to quit. Like I had a lot of guys in, my, in practice rooms, man. Throughout the years, right. And I've raised a lot of guys, you know, and brought a lot of guys up, and uh, taught a lot of guys how to win. I, my high school team, man, we won four state titles. We would have kids that would start wrestling as sophomores and become a state champion by the time they were senior. Booker Paul Parker was a two-time state champion, never wrestled before in his life, started as a sophomore, won two state titles, heavyweight, then went and played football for Barry Switzer, started four years in a row at OU. Wow. And decided he didn't want to go pro and came back to Tulsa. <laughs> oh my God. Really? But man, no, I want, I want, you know, if the dudes was quitting on me in practice, I'd, I'd make them stay the next to an extra hour until they that quit got out of them. No, I, I that wasn't that kind of dude. I want you to compete with me now, until, until the last second.
0: How are you How are you gonna teach that to your kids? The the mental aspect. To, to me, the physical to me is the easy part. The running, the the lifting, the the uh the, the the wrestling part. Because I mean, I can get to the physical, but when the physical becomes I can't go anymore. Yeah. How do you get your kids right. to tap into that mental? I mean, right, are you, right, you going to have right. mental coaches? Are you going to have sports psychologists? We, do, we well, have the,
1: we right. have that here. We yeah. do have that here. We do have, uh, you know, a, a sports uh, a mental coach, and a performance coach. We have those in place here at Spire Academy. Um, but, yeah, man, it's really, it's just about that belief system. Yeah. It's about believing in, in yourself. It's about where's, where's, your, where's your passion, where's your goals, you know, you know, those kind of things. You break those things down. If you tell me this is what your goals are and this is what you believe, then everything has got to line up to that. You can't tell me this is who you want to be and then are not willing to do the work to be that person. Yeah. Right. And so those things have got to line up. Um, But Yeah. I mean, I I think just getting rid rid of that fear um, and and, and that belief system, believing yourself and the confidence, the confidence that that should never be uh, something that you lose on. And so yeah, I man, that 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 whole quit thing is, uh, yeah, that's I learned that my first year in wrestling. Yeah, you know, because I, I saw the result. I saw I saw the progress of of just that mentality of not quitting, not giving up, keep believing, keep coming back. So every day I come back to this kid, I'm like, I'm gonna get you today, right? Yeah. Got yeah. a smile on my face. I'm gonna get you today. Yeah, and keep my butt again, right? <laughs> I'd be mad. I come back to they say, you want to go today? You're, you're going to. And so I've always been that dude. I've always been a dude that I'm gonna look around, who's the best, who's the toughest one in the room. That's who I want. I want you. I want. I want the toughest dude in the room. Like and that's it. always been who I was, man. It paid dividends because that's all. That's 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 who I went after.
0: And you're gonna and you're gonna uh, instill that in the kids at the Spire Institute.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's how you win, man. Winning is hard. I heard somebody say that. Then I've always said winning is hard. People talk about. Training is hard, man. It's hard. The sacrifice you make and training. Most things are hard. It's never easy. Right. But man, winning, that's what's hard. Winning is hard. Or is because all those things got to, all those things got to, got to, got to uh, be in concert. You know, you got to, your mental's got to be on point. The physical has got to be on my point. I was talking to my wife the other day. We were talking about something. She said, I heard you say one time that it was 90% mental. And, uh. And I've never said that because I don't believe it's 90% mental. I've heard the slogan, you know, wrestling is 90% mental or whatever, winning is 90% mental. I think that, you know, they, they've got to be up there either, right? Because your mental is, 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 but you got to have the physical, right? You got to be in shape, right? You got to be conditioned. Your body's got to be right. Nutrition, you know, got to you know, be smart in your nutrition. All those things have got to play a part. But if, if the physical isn't there, I don't care how, how much mental you've got. If, if you ain't in shape, fatigue makes
0: cowards of us all. Right? Yes. I still use that to this day. And honestly, that, that was one my coach used to say. And, that, yeah. and I'm just one of those guys back in the day that it stuck with forever. Fatigue make Absolutely. cowards. And that was, I knew that I wasn't fast. I knew I wasn't quick. I knew I didn't have strength. Right. But, and and I, I work on my strength. And my strength was the longer a match went, the more you were playing into my hands. So if I went overtime, you were done because that's what I did. Yeah. I mean, to this day my mom and dad don't know this, but I never cuz yeah. I was I was kind of I, I was kind of chubby in 8th grade and yeah. and, I knew, and I was going to wrestle and I knew we were getting a new wrestling coach and he was a runner. He loved to run and he's played oh, soccer. Yeah, yeah he's played soccer. Yeah. So I said, "You know what?" And I remember a coach saying, "Never be the weak link on the chain." So that yes. summer, that summer. And you know how the Oklahoma summers are. That yes. summer. Yes. I put all my sweats on. I put my hoodie uh-uh. on, my hoodie Man. on, June, July, and August, and I would run, <laughs> and I would run, and I would tie it up and run because I didn't want to be the weak link, and I never had, and I never, ever, ever had school lunch from ninth grade until... Uh, ninth grade all the way through I never had a lunch. What? I had, yeah, I had a lot of I had a lot of my mom. I said, what you have? Wow. For lunch? I go what you have for lunch? Oh, I forgot, mom. Because I would now I would just keep that dollar and I keep them because I didn't want to eat. I went and ran I, it was, and when I got wow. to high school, for my lunch hour, I would run. And that's how I got in shape when I was in high school. I'd run during lunch hour or whatever. But that's how I did it. I said I knew if I was going to beat somebody, I had to yeah. be in better shape. And that's what I did. I never had a lunch from ninth grade all the way through.
1: And- there's people probably questioning your, your middle. Look <laughs> at this dude out here running at 100 degrees with some sweats <laughs> on. What's wrong with this dude? Hey, but look What's where, right I'm, at boy? Boy. Look where I'm at now.
0: Look where I'm at now. I'm look where I'm at. I'm interviewing the champ is go. what I'm doing. Me and it's two champs. It's two champs. Only one of us has a gold medal, but that's all right. I'm good with it. Right. <laughs> I'm That's good right.
1: That. That's
0: right. But speaking of gold medals, can you? The six-time medalist, I think gold medal in the Olympics, is actually a woman with Adeline Gray.
1: Yeah, man, she's a beast. So, she's a, a
0: what is your take on women in wrestling now? And they got the, the uh, Iowa implementing a women's program in wrestling. What, what's yeah. your take on that?
1: We're coming, man. To me, it's like it's kind of like the WNBA. I remember when the WNBA first came, man. They was they first started playing. I couldn't hardly watch a game because I mean, it's the skills, the skill level. I mean, just what it was. Skill level wasn't there, right? Yeah. I couldn't watch it. But now, I just watched my last night. I just watched uh, my girl win a. She in a what's her name? Candace Parker. Yeah. Just watched her play last night, dude. And, and I mean, so the development is just just opportunity, right? You know. So now you give you give women opportunity. You know what happens when you give women opportunity, man? They 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 run with it, right? Yeah. So now nah, we we got we got one of the strongest teams in the world. I mean that team is so strong with uh, Sarah and, and Helen and Adeline, and, man and uh, Miracle. I mean it, it's a strong team, man, and they're fun to watch. It's, they're fun to watch, and they got some, they got a skill set that's undeniable. And so yeah, I, I just think that, you know the resources became you know instrumental. Opportunity became instrumental. We had a, we got a great coach. Tyler's a great coach. Um, you know, but they are, they're on their way, man. I, You know, there's it's no turning back, you know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's not a novelty. It's not something that's, you know, it's, you uh, know, they, they are for real. And I don't know how far it'll go. I would imagine it's going to continue to grow and be in, you know, in NCAA at some point, d one, but, you know, that's going to take some time, I think. Um, but man, it's, no, it's, it's growing, man, in a, in a great, in a great way. And I, and I appreciate it.
0: Now, I do would you ever want to become an Olympic wrestling coach? Uh,
1: yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, at some point, yeah, I uh, if I get the opportunity to do that, I think uh, when I applied for for that job with uh, USA Wrestling. The Bill guy, they gave it. They gave it to uh, to Zadik. Um, I think just because he was in the system, you know, he was a developmental coach, and they had built those relationships up with him whatever, whatever. So, no, no, I, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I love coaching on all levels. I don't know, you know, I, my plan is to, to build this program here at Spire, so I may be here, you know, definitely here for five years. Um, you know, we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes from here, man. And I'm going to be in the game until I, until I can't be in the game anymore. <laughs> but I, I, love, I love coaching on all levels. And like I said, I'm coaching kid level, high school level, college level, international level. So I've hit all those levels, man. So who knows? I'm gonna do, do this for ten years, and I might go coach in the mass somewhere. So who knows, oh, man?
0: What makes on an international level? What makes the Iranians
1: so tough? Passion, passion, and then um, those those the Iranians are probably the most passionate people that I've ever been around. More than you the know, Russians. Just,
0: more than the Russians.
1: More than more than Russians. Far as just just passion, look at the. Look at their fans I and mean, their fan base is, I mean, the greatest fan base than ever It's only, you know, Iowa is probably second best, you know, Iowa, you know, Penn State, but Iowa's got some crazy fans, but my Iranian fans, man, they, they travel, Dude, I had a, I had a, a match I promoted one time in Tulsa. It was a USA match versus Iranian uh, team. And uh, it was more Iranian fans at the match in Tulsa than American fans. Wow! Yeah, I had we had over five thousand people at this this event in Tulsa that I put on. Three thousand of them was Iranians <laughs> oh. in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Wow. I got a good friend that uh, owns a uh, he owns a rug dealership in Tulsa, Amini. Amini's Galleria. I don't know if you know who that is. Uh-huh. Mini's Galleria is a good friend of mine. He's Iranian. Yeah, and uh, so he was one of my sponsors. Man, we put three thousand Iranian fans in the seats in Tulsa, Oklahoma.
0: Wow. That so no, a- they,
1: they are they are they're passionate and you know they got history, man. They they've been wrestling forever. They've been they've been wrestling and it's just it's a big it's a big national sport there. When I go there I and mean, they treat me like a superstar and I've been there with girls and girls and I mean, they love girls, you know. Yes. It's, uh, yeah, I remember Yeah, they that. always they're always a little more a little more uh um fond of, of, of people of color, you know. So it's really uh it's really good to, to get over there. They love wrestlers. They love champions. Yeah, they they appreciate champions. They really do. And they hold them up in the high regard, don't you know? What I mean, Yasmani, he's gonna be probably the president of Iran someday, man. He, he just sealed his fate. Yeah, last win. He didn't win the Olympics, but this last win, he just sealed his fate for for the rest of his life, man. How great! You know I,
0: I love. That. You know what? Quick fire questions, real quick. Quick fire. Where we go? Quick fire questions. The greatest, right now, the greatest American wrestler, international wrestler, not named, not named Burroughs or Stevenson. The, the greatest international American wrestler not named Burroughs or Stevenson.
1: It's on the circuit now?
0: On the circuit now.
1: Dick. More than
0: Tyler. Taylor. More than Taylor?
1: Yeah, yeah, they, Yeah, they, they can't never beat Taylor. I mean, Taylor ain't never beat Dick, has he? <laughs> oh. He'll never beat that dude.
0: Oh, you got me there. No,
1: no. Take now. Dake's got more skills. He got. He's got more skills than Taylor. Taylor's strong. He's tough. He's, he's legit. But Dake, he's got more skills. He'll throw you. He'll. He's hard to score on. He's uh, wrestled from all positions. Uh, his competition is better. No, I think Dake is definitely in my my opinion. He's he better wrestler than Taylor.
0: Now, now, did you did you see that match playing out the way it did when he wrestled Burroughs in the Olympic Trials?
1: Uh, I knew I knew if if yeah I, I well I thought I thought JB would pull it out. I thought he would I thought he would pull it out. He kind of changed his game a little bit, so I'd be a little more uh, strategic instead of just going to get them dudes. You know, yeah. I think I think, he, I think he's waited a lot, waited around trying to play the game. I think you got to go, you got to go get Deck, man, you got to go, you got to go get that dude from, from the whistle starts. You got to go get him. Can't be waiting around playing that game. So I think he kind of, I think he tried to be a little more strategic in and distorting just instead of just making it a, a dog fight. You know?
0: Now what happened to Dake in the in the first round of the Olympics?
1: That's hard, who knows, man? I think to me, it, it, he didn't recover from weight cut. Like, that's a pretty good cut for him. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it looked like he just didn't have his legs under him. Mm-hmm. He just he didn't have the gas. He didn't have, and and maybe he was looking past the guy and got to the tour You know, hmm. and um, but he he recovered and he, he wrestled better because I didn't know if he I don't know I didn't know if he could recover and come back and him. Yeah, so that, and that shows it shows a lot of who he is to uh, take that loss and then come back and and take a an ass He got his he got his ass He got trucked. He picked that. Yeah, take that loss and come back, and, 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 and medal was huge. Now, he, now, a real deal, man. He's he's a real deal for sure. He just ain't he don't he don't have that, that Olympic title, and uh, we'll see how that plays out going forward. It's not a guarantee, you know that for a fact. So, we'll see. He'll be hopefully he's not like Lee Kemp. Lee Kemp, three-time world champ, never never got a Olympic gold. You know he was good enough, yeah. but.
0: Oh, that yeah, that that one hurts. That one hurts to this day, uh, and then that was yeah, sure. all politics. That one hurt, man, to this day. Yep, 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 yep for sure. I remember that shit. Yeah,
1: that was crazy because when I '88 came around, we hadn't had a true Olympic Games since 1976.
0: Right. Yes. You
1: know. Yeah. So that was a really big when '88 hit. Everybody was was uh, was pumped up about it.
0: greatest greatest NCAA wrestler right now. Right now, not named Spencer Lee or Gable Stevenson. Yachty. Who? Yachty. Oh, you think so, huh? Who's better? Oh, uh, uh, the kid from uh, Virginia Tech. Uh, the uh, the one that won that uh, beat the uh, guy from Penn State uh, that year uh, 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 at at 64 because he beat Martinez the kid from Penn State beat Martinez so coming in he was the champ he was the defending champion and the guy from Virginia Tech Lewis you talking about Lewis yes that's it you about Lewis
1: yeah uh, Lewis ain't got them skills I mean, he got my son roused Lewis and do me last year and, and really lost to a four three not that my kid ain't good but no he's he's uh he he, he lost to a four three I man he he's good he's not. He's not on that level. He's really? not on Yanni's. No. No, wow. he's not on Yanni's level, man. He, he can't make a world team. Woo! Those those I don't are, care who's, he, he can't make a, well, he can't make a semi-world team. Wow. Yanni's you know, Gianni, the best on that group right now. You got Yanni, you got Fix. You know, Fix is right up in there. Of course, Bravo, Bravo Young. Uh, you got all them Penn State dudes. Uh,
0: well, what about the dude from Arizona State He got suspended? Is it Zaid?
1: He's out. Oh, he he's is? out. Really? Yeah, he's out of school. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah he's out of school. Oh, okay. Zahid, Valencia, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I think I think I think Yanni leaves that use that leads that, that NCAA crew right now. Of course, yeah, Gable's back, but I think Yanni, you've got you, you've got some good kids. You got some good kids. The Penn State kids are good. Uh, Aaron Aaron is good, and the other kid that beat uh i kid couldn't get these kids name, but no i think yanni's the best i think i think yanni yo, you got not gable you got yanni you got fix and you've got um who else is in there how
0: about the 190 guy from oklahoma state the, uh the 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 dude aj
1: ferrari? Yeah. ferrari
0: i want to see him wrestle gable stevenson he came in he ain't got nothing for
1: gable he ain't got nothing for gable that kid's so oh, he's good, but he ain't. He, to me, he's not. Again, he's not. He's not. He's, he don't have that skill set. He's a. He's, he's a good kid. but He's not, and he can't. He can't do anything good. What no. makes Spencer Lee so damn good? Spencer's just. Um, he's just. He's a tough dude. Man, he's a tough kid. Uh, he's very skilled. He's a good freestyler. Um, I think just his upbringing um he had you know just a great upbringing as far as great coaches you know this kid come up and that's what that's what i think wrestling tonight today is so good because of the the, the club programs that we have it's mm-hmm. kind of revolutionized the sport because yeah. now these kids are coming up with good coaches with good systems and so they're not learning bad habits We got to re these kids and reprogram these kids i think he had a great excellent upbringing and i think the kid's passion is. Is on point, and he's just one of He's just a rare dude, man. He's a rare dude. He really is. But I don't think he's the best out. I don't think he's better than Yanni.
0: You know what? I want to see him and Gilman go at it. I want to see him. him uh, uh, I don't think he beats Gilman now.
1: I don't think he beats Gilman now
0: either. Gilman changed his game and went to Penn State. I think that helped him.
1: Yeah, it did. Yep, it did. It it kind of brought it kind of broadened his mind. It kind of broadened him as as an individual. I think he kind of got out of that that chip on the shoulder. These guys, these Iowa dudes got this chip on the shoulder like it's us against the world and, you know, no one can, they don't want to take anybody else's advice or any coaching, you know, it's just it's really, a, it's crazy. I think they're kind of changing a little bit, but they still kind of got that that mentality. Well, I think Gilman, Gilman has always been very, very tough, very strong, very uh, disciplined, very, just a tough dude. I've been known that dude since he was, you know, seven years old, watching him at Tulsa Nationals. Um, but yeah, I think going to to which Penn State and kale has got probably the best program in, in the country. What makes but him not, so good? What makes him so good? Well, just the people he has in his program. He's got him. He's got he's got uh, Varner, He's got his brothers. He's got um, and then the kids that he brings. He's got who else? He's got he's got you know uh, now he's got Snyder and he's just, he's got an incredible incredible room and they just just flat out working people man so. I think, you know, and Kale, you know, Kale is um, just, a, just a, he's a smart guy, he's a smart wrestler. He, 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 he's been trained by Bobby Douglas, one of the best coaches in the history of the sport. Yes, he is. Uh, that dude's mind is just off the charts. I was thinking about him the other day. Uh, I went to Bobby Douglas' camp when I was in the seventh grade and learned so much from him. You know, Bobby coached my, my oldest brother, Michael, was Bobby Douglas' first recruit at Arizona State University.
0: Wow. So
1: why didn't you go? Why didn't you go? Well, they didn't have a, they didn't really have a good experience with Bobby. You know, my, both my brothers went to Arizona State and then Bobby, he was kind of a young coach. And I think he was trying to to, to show that he wasn't giving the brothers any, kind of special treatment. And so he's a little, actually more hard on them. He was harder on those guys. And
0: yeah.
1: And, and, and so they kind of blew him out. Right. So they ended up trans, transferring back to OU and Bobby recruited me. And I'm like, Bobby, you know, I'm not coming to, I'm not coming to Arizona State, dude. But I did. I, but I did go back after I finished in '84. Bobby called me up. I'm in the office. Uh, Joe, right when Joe Joe C got the job.
0: Yeah.
1: Tommy Chesbro got fired. My senior after we get second behind Iowa two years in a row. We beat him in a dual meet two yeah. years in a row. We lost him in the NCAA tournament two years in a row. Myron Roddy fires Tommy Chesbro. Who does? I mean, who does that? But, but fired him. Brought Joe in. And so Joe got in an accident on his way to Stillwater and I was and I was gonna stay there and be a grad assistant. Joe was nowhere, he was in the hospital and I'm working at the Hall of Fame uh, and Bobby Dungas called and I answered the phone. He goes, Kenny, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm gonna stay here and I'm, I'm gonna finish school and, and I'm gonna be a grad assistant and just kind to keep training because it was 84. right? So I wanted to try for the number trials and then get on that track. He said, why don't you come to Arizona State and be my assistant and, and work with me and we, we can train. And so I, I, I took him up on it and I went out to Arizona State for a couple of years and worked with Bobby at the I, Arizona State team. I remember that story, man. I remember that story. God damn, I remember that. So I was out. I was in Arizona, 85, 86, and 87. I came back to Stillwater. And, uh because I couldn't quite get the, the workouts that I needed in Arizona State. They didn't have the quality of guys there. But they had Eddie Urbano there, which I wrestled in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Ended up being a national title yeah. champion. I, coach, I was with him in 85, and he won a national title. I was, that was That was his main workout partner. And he won a national title in 85. I won the U.S. Open in, in 85. Got second in 86, third in 87. But then Arizona State won a national title in 88. I Arizona remember. State.
0: Yeah, I remember that. man. And that was all
1: my guys, man. I ah. worked with all of them. <laughs> I
0: love I it because of you. Of so yeah. basically, so basically, that was your NCAA title, basically.
1: Yes, absolutely. I work with all the cats, man. That's all. I back. recruited Zeke Jones. I recruited. I was. I was there when Zeke Jones came in on recruiting trip. I took him around, showed him around, and uh, said, "Man, you need to come here. We're doing some great things." That, ah, signed him up. And I left Oklahoma State. I went mean, back to Oklahoma State. He was mad. He was mad that left, but I couldn't get the workouts. I needed. I had to get back and I had to go make that team, man. So I had to get back and get some better workouts at Oklahoma State. So that's what I did. But uh, yeah, I was in Arizona State with Bobby for a couple of years.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, three-time All-American,
1: Olympic gold
0: medalist. And my new bestest buddy. Uh, hopefully, one day we'll scrap someday. I'm gonna come up to Ohio. You Need to
1: come, man. You need it. You need to come see this facility, man. You need to come, dude.
0: Check I, it out. Hey, man. Honestly, if I get up there and, and uh, I'm not 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 in the fall in the winter, I know how Ohio winters are. But I'm gonna bring the bike up. I'm gonna load it come up. On. I'm gonna get some wrestling shoes in there, and we gonna scrap. Let's
1: go. We gonna Let's scrap. Guess go. what we gonna Let's do, go. bro? But I ain't t- never turn never turn down a scrap. Never, <laughs> never have I ever will. Probably never will.
0: Ain't nothing gets me more pumped up than talking to somebody like you, Kenny. I'm ready to go now, bro. I'm, I was ready this morning, and I'm ready now, damn it. Ladies and gentlemen, my new friend and also the head coach for Spire Institute and Academy, the head coach, Kenny Mundy. Kenny, again, man, thanks again for your time. I know you're always busy. I appreciate you. I wish nothing but the best for you. Keep doing what you're doing. Let that trickle down, that championship mentality trickle down. The world needs you. We need you. Our people need you. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate Thank you, my brother. You. Thanks for having
1: me. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much. Thank That's you guys fun. for watching Bye, Tales from the Gemini. Uh, you know, like I said, you know, DM me, leave comments, whatever. Thank you guys for watching. And like I said about this time, you know the word. Pay.